Are you ready to find your joy in 2023? Then follow us on Instagram at faithfully underscore unapologetic. Week by week, we'll work on growing our faith and finding our joy together. And we'll support you as you strengthen your faith in God. Plus, we'll have daily inspiration, prayers, and tips to help you strengthen your mind and spirit, securing God's joy in your life. We look forward to celebrating God with you on Instagram. See you there. Welcome, beautiful listeners. Welcome back, guys. But today, today we're going to take a, a deep dive, a deep dive and maybe do a little bit of soul searching. Very much needed. I think there's a lot of busyness, distraction, that when we get a time to sit still, those lies come flooding in. And there's a lot of just untruth in the world where we're being told by the enemy, okay, you're this, you're that, blah, blah, blah. And it's just not, it's not true. No, today we're talking about how to change lies into God's truth. Mm -hmm. And it's so important because even marketing is huge and it's always telling us what's wrong with us. I've got too many wrinkles. You're too old. You're aging. Oh my goodness. Yes, my teeth aren't white enough. It's like uh, so many things. You're too heavy. You're too light. You're too dark. Your hair is not the right color. It's too curly. Yeah. Or even like the idea, have you heard of contouring? Mm -mm. So basically it's like, it's like a darker shade of whatever shade you are. Yeah. And it's it's supposed to like, yeah, it's supposed to like mold your face into like the ideal shape. Like I kind of find that so like silly because like god made your face <laughs> just embrace the yeah, beautiful like the roundness that god made you whatever to be. Like, amen so don't like yeah but, marketing go away stop it and but it's coming from everywhere and when we hold this little screen in our hands it's telling us 24 7 right there it's always comparing us it's like well i don't look like her my family doesn't look like that we don't go on that kind of vacations and i don't eat that kind of food yeah it's like what's wrong with me I'm a loser. Like, that lifestyle is unattainable. That look is unattainable. Right. We don't have the big house. We don't have a yacht. I don't have a cabin that we drive up north to every mm-hmm. weekend. No. It's like, what? I'm miserable. Am I? <laughs> you can make yourself miserable. <laughs> you can make yourself miserable. And that's where the lies come flooding in. And the number one thing that people struggle with emotionally is not feeling that they are enough yeah I feel that so much like constantly a lot <laughs> it's awful it sucks and I've talked to other people too who like feel the same way where it's just like oh I'm an I'm a bad person like I'm not good yes and, and it's very common and I, I was listening to Marissa Peer who is I think she's a very popular coach, but she deals with a lot of people around the world. And she's like, the number one thing that people say about themselves is that they are not good enough. They mm-hmm. don't feel like they belong to be here. Yeah. And it's that's like, a really dangerous thing because it's not just like, oh, I look this way. Or I don't have this. You are genuinely thinking that you are unvaluable, that you do not deserve love or anything like that's the, the root worst. of you is just not good enough, like bad. And that isn't a really dangerous place to be because it manifests itself in other ways where you start believing that. It does suck. And what proves that God exists is because the number one thing, like you said, is that we don't deserve love, but we are made out of love. We're made in the image of God and God is love. So that can't even be true in mm-hmm. our identity in Christ. Yeah. 
And so it's untruth, but it's like we want to go there, but that's the enemy. That's the darkness creeping in. That's the devil. Those are the lies of the enemy and the darkness that wants to take control of our mind and make us nothing and powerless when really we are made in God's image and we do have the power to draw close to God yeah. and find that joy and find that peace. And that is the truth that we want to find. Yeah. So we don't want to get stuck. I mean, there's so many things like not feeling like I'm a good enough mom or a good enough wife or I don't have enough friends, you mm -hmm. know, even for me, even as adults, I know it's a big thing with kids, the friend. Yeah. Thing. I mean, I feel like it's very much highlighted in our youth and stuff, but no, you can definitely feel that in there and, even you can kind of like break these out into categories where like I don't feel like I'm good enough Christian you don't feel like you're yes. good enough mom like I don't I might not feel like I'm a good enough daughter or what I I mean I often feel these things and so being not good enough can can manifest itself in different ways in like different subsections yep and I think right now is a big thing people have needs right we have emotional needs and so we're too needy for people. It's like yeah. we need too much. Everybody should just be able yeah. to run around and have fun and not have to worry about anything. Don't yeah. worry about me. I'll just wallow by myself with my emotions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely somewhere I've been before. But it ultimately comes down to when you're feeling like you're not good enough, you feel like you're not loved. Mm -hmm. And when you feel like you're not loved, it can kind of feel like death. Yeah. Death to the soul. Yeah. Because the soul is love. Which is so ironic, though, because, like, God is is love and he he made us in his image so there's so it's a lie there's no way that we are not loved if we had nothing on this on this earth we would still have god and that is everything like, right. he is everything amen sister speak, <laughs> he is speak, everything. speak so it is love so that is a lie so we don't want to get dragged down by the enemy we don't want to get dragged down by any marketing that's trying to sell us stuff we don't need yeah because we are made in the image of god god is love we are love but boom podcast over no, okay. it's over <laughs> but no we promise we've got four steps four yes, steps to four move you steps. out of those lies and into truth and we're going into step number one and step number one is that awareness we need to notice right away when that darkness creeps in mm -hmm. and so do you have a feeling that for you that you can tell right away can you stop it like i'm snapping my fingers here we want to well, stop just it like as soon as we can this of like depression and ickiness and like awfulness and my mind kind of just gets lost and it starts like s recycling the same thoughts over and over like oh jenny you suck like oh jenny you're annoying to your friends you don't deserve friends your friends are better than you you're not good enough you blah blah like it's just like the same cycle and it right. just it, it it makes it's a pit in your stomach it's a pit in your heart it's a hole in in your identity in christ and it's 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 just icky it's icky Ugh. and the what you don't want to do is you don't want to feed it you don't no. want to give it energy and so that awareness piece like when you feel it right away like, wait no this isn't this isn't right no don't start floating on that abyss yeah. or those waves of emotion like i'm not good don't stay there don't because you, you can't don't almost... give the enemy ammo <laughs> no you don't want to get lost bouncing around on this wave and not really acknowledging it but yeah. not re but still like giving into it yeah and so you want to stop it right away. And for me, I, it's just a shift. For me, I'm pretty aware that I, I just shift. And it's like this darkness. I can feel like this darkness. And sometimes I can feel like Ugh, in my stomach. And it's just like, boom. It's like, where is this coming from? And sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I have a clue. 
But either way, it doesn't matter. All that matters is that we're aware. Boom. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's here. I'm not going to give the enemy. I'm not going to give the devil. I'm not going to give him my energy or my attention. Yep. I feel it. So we move on to step two. But before we do that, we have a Bible verse that's supporting this awareness piece. So the first verse that we have is 1 Peter 5, 8. It says, be alert and sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. (gasps) Ooh, I mean, just... Oh, that's almost I mean, I, I really like, I really like the visual. No, it's a very I good. Don't like the visual. visual. It's scary. It's a very good visual. It is in that it's like you know, I think sometimes we talk about the enemy like, oh yeah, the enemy dance around like, it and make it no. nice and pretty. He is, he has come to destroy and kill. Like he wants to see your demise. He wants your mind, and, and you. he doesn't want you to get it back. Yeah. He does not want you with God. He does and not so, want you in love. And so the biggest thing that I think needs to be highlighted is to be alert and sober-minded. And it, being aware is being sober-minded. God, God knows that Satan is ready to attack. Yes. And he, he, God wants us to be alert of that so we can fight the devil's lies with God's truth. Amen. And so being aware of that is so important. So then when those lies do come in, you can be like, you know what? No, that's not right. God, God says Slink away, Satan. Yep. Put your saber tooths away. (laughs) Shut that mouth. You're not chewing on me. Stop. (laughs) Stop. Stop. Get some help. Yes. So we know that. We know to be alert. That that, aware. Mm -hmm. Huge. Awareness right piece is so huge. God knows the devil's around, right? It's not a surprise. So mm-hmm. be aware. Yeah. And then. So number two is finding the trigger. And so the biggest pieces are the two piece pieces of like finding the trigger that we came up with was guilt versus shame. Mm-hmm. And so guilt and shame are different. Oftentimes they can be coupled together, mm-hmm. but guilt is that feeling of oh shoot I did something not great and I need to reconcile or I need to combat that action with a different action to correct that to kind of remedy that so for example like if I lied to mom and I felt guilt it would be like oh shoot like I need to go make up with her so we can have like a reconciled relationship and so the guilt is just like knowing that that action that you did was not right and you want to make it right. Right. But, but then shame is like this deep-rooted thing where you genuinely believe that you are a bad person and and you're like giving in to the devil's lies. Like you are redefining your identity by Satan's standards, and which is not right. Mm-hmm. And like that shame can like eat at you and like that's where the not good enough comes in. And you start feeling all of you kind of float into that abyss of the recycled right awful feelings and thoughts yeah and guilt and shame can feel the same so you really want to see what's driving it right that's why that that trigger because if it's an action that's morally wrong something you did bad yeah yeah you can change it so you want to rectify it but shame is a little bit tougher it might not have any guilt it's just that you're a bad person yeah and that that's the enemy and that's the lies and it's really easy to get as you said dragged down with that but they're different 
And so I'm reading from 2 Corinthians, and this is chapter 4, verse 2. And it says, this is kind of a mouthful, so I'm going to break it up a little bit. But it says, but we have renounced the things hidden because of shame. And so we don't want to hide that shame. We bring them up to the forefront. Yeah. Because it's like when you keep that shame, it's like, well, God already knows about it. So you can't really hide it from him anyway. But when you confess it, it's like you, you're able to let that go. And it never was yours to begin with, just by the way. But like no. when it does come up, it's like you're, you're bringing darkness into the light. Right. And so it says not walking in craftiness or adulterating the word of God. So we don't want to walk in that guilt. No. Absolutely not. We don't want to hide it in guilt and like trying to rectify it or pretend that we're okay. And if we Mm -hmm. have that shame, we know we're not. It's a red flag. Guilt is a red flag. So this is saying we don't want to be in that guilt. But by the manifestation of truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. So we want to bring forth that truth. And we want to commend ourselves and let it go and have a clear conscience in the sight of God. So getting rid of that guilt, moving out of that shame. And so that is 2 Corinthians, and it really supports we want to figure out what that guilt and shame is, move out of it, and acknowledge our part of the guilt. Yep. And that brings us to number three, and that is change. It brings us to change. We're able to change. So in order to do this, we want to bring God's word into it. We want to grab our Bible and bring out scriptures and bring truth into the feelings and the situations. And then after bringing it to God and kind of confessing, because we don't want to hold in on to like if we have guilt and the things that we've done, bring it to God and acknowledge it and then let him guide you to the change that you need to do. Mm -hmm. Bring it to him and see what he shows you. I find bringing it to God first is, is the first step. Yeah. And I think like just like a quick thing to do well, okay, the, how this, like, topic came up is I, I, this other night I was in bed just thinking or whatever, and I was thinking about just some things, and I had a whole bunch of lies just flood into my head, and I started combating them with scripture that I knew or just biblical principles that I knew, and just combating them and, like, saying them out loud, and granted, it was, like, I it was night, so I, I wasn't saying them, like, so we're loud. out loud because I didn't need mom and dad to come in and be like, Jaina, go to bed. And so just like knowing scripture. And so I was like saying it out loud and I'm like, okay, this is, this is wrong. Like, this is clearly a lie. Like I am being attacked right now. So I kind of, kind of went through these steps of, okay, well I identified that this is wrong and I, I didn't necessarily know about the guilt shame piece, but did I did know? identify it. And then I started aware. like combating yep combating the lies with God's truth because I know who God tells me who I am. I know that I have my identity in Christ. And so to know that, you know, whatever you're feeling, whatever lies are being told to you, that God thinks the opposite. If you're thinking that you're not good enough, well, God tells you a different story. He He made you so amazing. He tells you that you are worth more than all the diamonds and pearls and everything in the world, that he has made you out of love. And there's a lie that is being told to you that, like, God is disappointed in you or doesn't love you. That's not true. I got a different verse for you, and this kind of goes with, like, step three, change, is Romans 8.39. It says, Neither height nor depth nor anything in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love 
of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Like God loves us so much that he made us out of love, that he made us in his image, that he made us fearfully and wonderfully made. And that everything Amen. that he has made is wonderful. And so he made you, meaning you're wonderful. And mm-hmm. so all of these lies that are coming in, like combat them with, with truth. And it doesn't need to be like word for word scripture, but just to know that you are so amazing and that God loves us full well and that we know that. Amen. And he loves us unconditionally. There's not, he already, yeah, there's no strings attached. His son died for our sins. Mm-hmm. He knew that we were sinful. He didn't want us to wallow in our shame. That's why nope. Jesus died on the cross for us. Yep. So we could give up that shame. Yep. We don't he took have to that to the grave, the devil. literally put death to death. Like that's dead, done in the past. Amen. Like when he rose, he said, you know what? We're leaving all of that that shame, all of that not good enough, not mm-hmm. all of those like feelings guilt. of darkness, like that's in the grave, that is gone, it's that is dead. Gone. Gone. And boom. Yes. And he's going to leave the 99. It says, if, you know, God knows that if we get lost, he's going to go search for that one sheep and leave the 99 to bring him back. God wants us to come back to him always. Yep. He's always there. And that like brings us arms. to the fourth step. So the fourth step is prayer. And so kind of after you've like repeated the scripture to like journal about this and to bring this to the Lord, to really like cement it in your brain that, hey, this was a lie. Here's God's truth. And I'm going to accept this as truth. And so to, to bring it to him in in journal and prayer, and I like to do this as well. It's so important to really cement it in into your mind because if you just acknowledge it in the moment and you kind of forget about it it's easy to fall back into the into the lies Mm -hmm. but to be like hey you know what no this is wrong i know who god called says i am i know his truth i know that i am fearfully and wonderfully made and the more that you kind of say that it's kind of like a muscle like the stronger that your confidence in the lord will get Right. The more you use it, the more you write it down, the stronger you're going to become. So be sure like when you pray, um, I like to write when I pray, Mm -hmm. write my prayers down. I think it solidifies it. It makes it stronger. It makes it real. But focus on the positive things, the thankfulness. It's like, thank you, God, for making me me. I think if you can write that down and really embrace that fact of it, it's like he made you just the way you are, even with all your insecurities. It's like you're amazing. Yeah. Right. Absolutely amazing. God created you for a purpose and it, you might not understand it right now and that's okay. And we all stray like that sheep, but that's okay as well. It's like God loves us unconditionally and we want to focus on these positive truths and his love mm-hmm. and prayer and journal and writing it down. And every day, the more you draw close to God, the more he's going to draw close to you. And so I think that's the key here in drawing close to him and leaving that energy, leaving that darkness, not letting it define you. We have a verse for that, and it's 2 Corinthians, and it's uh, chapter 5, verse 17, and it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Mm And we can use this every second of the day if we need to. Repent, repent, repent. God loves us. His hand is out. He wants us to hold it. He knows that we need him. 
every second of the day. It's why he encourages us to be with him daily, to draw close, to have yeah. that time with him. God yeah. knows what we need, and it's him. <laughs> and it's it to bask in him. his light. And I, I love this, like, idea of being a new creation because, like, when we get stuck in the lies, it's easy to be like, oh, man, I suck, and, like, I, I keep doing this again. I'm stuck in the same sin or... I, I keep believing this, and that's this is not true. Right. Like God, like you said, is always calling us near him and to him. There's this one verse that says, like, since we have died with Christ, like, we're, we, like, rise with Christ, or, like, we're resurrected mm-hmm. with Christ. And I like that because it's, like, a new creation that everything, like, when we become a believer, it's, like, that old, those old ways, like, die we have we can have that confidence that assurance because of Jesus. Absolutely. And you know what? Old news is not enough. Uh-uh. That's old maybe. Ain't yeah. nothing ain't so nothing new in that. Like... Yeah, it's like so last year. <laughs> yeah. So, we want new, new, new. We were designed to be new. So, um we can move out of those lies that that yuck, that not enough, that that darkness, that Yeah feeling in love it doesn't need to overcome because you know who it has overcome jesus Jesus he conquered the grave so the son of god amen so move out four steps that will help you to move out of the lies and the more you put these into practice the easier you'll step in those fingers i am again the easier (laughs) you'll be able to go through them and shift quickly out of it and rejoice in the good news that the lord Jesus Christ has come to give us. So we'll go. So number one, awareness. We want that awareness piece, right? Absolutely. You, the minute yep. you notice coming in, don't wallow in it. Don't give it your energy. Don't give it your attention. That darkness comes in, the stomach pit. It's like, whoa, this is a shift. This is a change. I'm going to stop it right here. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is identifying the trigger. So is it out of guilt or shame? And to really identify, oh, is there something that I can tangibly do right now to correct mm-hmm. it? Or is this more deep-rooted and I really need to bring this to the Lord because I need I need him to redefine me I need a reminder of who I am right right we want to bring it to the Lord all the time but one 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 requires more of an action and so when we get to that number three that change we want to bring God's word and truth into the situation and take any action that we need to take if it's guilt if we're doing things that are going against God's teaching we need to rectify it. We need to repent. We need to bring it to him and move forward. Mm-hmm. If it's an identity issue where the darkness is settling in, we need to bring it to God, embrace his word of who we yeah. are. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's joy, really, when you understand that you're made out of love and made in his image and unconditional. It's like you're not going to find any unconditional love on this earth like you will with God. It's like you can do nothing wrong that he will not forgive you for if you draw close to him, if you want him. It's like our choice to draw close to him. So draw close to him. Bring that change. Draw closer to the light and move away from the darkness. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is prayer. And so bringing that to the Lord in, in writing, just really sitting in the truth. Yeah, his truths, right. Let go. Don't necessarily, like in your journal, what we want to avoid is to avoid settling in the darkness and writing yeah. down all no. your dark thoughts. Yeah. You want, you really want to don't change the lies into, yes. okay, God, like you, 
have told me this and I'm going to believe it. Like you have made me a new creation. Okay. <laughs> I am this. I am who you say I am. Right. And even so if you have don't you don't have to negate the negative. Like if it's like I feel all alone, it's right, right. You can have that feeling, okay? Acknowledge it, but then write down God is with me all the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. just keep going with different things like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So anything that you have, you combat it with the truth out of love and light. We need people in the world to bring forth this truth. God's truth in your identity in Christ. Take that truth exactly. and share that. Yeah. Be bold in it. Step into it and be confident in it. Mm-hmm. And like the more that you are able to embrace it, the more you're going to be able to shine it to other people. Mm-hmm. And Amen. Boom. And with that, are you ready to close yeah. us out? Please join me in prayer. Amen. Dear God, thank you so much for all of our beautiful listeners. Lord, I pray that you just come into our minds to find confidence in you, to know that we are made in your image, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and to really have us know that you have made us so amazing, that we are made out of love. We are not, we don't have the spirit of fear. That Mm -hmm. we can be confident in you to know that, like, everything that you make is is wonderful. Mm -hmm. God, I pray that you tear down those lies, that you break any chains that are holding anybody, that is holding anybody today, Lord, that you just combat those lies with your truth. Lord, that you settle your truth into their hearts, into their minds, that they have confidence in you, that they can walk in the light of your presence. Lord, that anything that they are being told that is a lie, Lord, that you tell them the opposite, that they are just so amazing, that they're never alone, that they are truly, truly good enough, that they're more than good enough, that they are fully capable in your hands and in your presence, Lord, and that we bring And that we can bring any struggles, any lies down at your feet, Lord. Because when you conquered the grave, Lord, you conquered those lies. You conquered our shame. Lord, that you are just a good God that cares for us. And so that we may have that confidence in you. So, Lord, I pray that we truly embrace that confidence in you. Because you are just a good, good, good God. We praise you forever and more. Amen. Amen. All right, with that, live in truth, and we're signing off in faith and love, Kelly and Jenna. Bye. See you in two weeks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you are looking for more daily inspiration, go follow us on Instagram. We created an Instagram page, and it's called faithfully underscore apologetic. So go there and give us a follow and a like and And comment. Yep, and you'll find inspiration words of wisdom and we're sharing god's love and word in faith and love kelly and jana bye